Hello. Welcome. Chaos and Cats. My name is Kaylee. And I'm Laura. Glad to have y'all here. Yeah, exactly. We're uh, we're back for another one. Uh, if I've done out the math correctly, this is episode seven. <laughs> uh, don't expect me to keep track very well throughout all of this, but if I continue on the right path from where I've started <laughs> from this point forward... They will all be labeled correctly as what episode number they are. Because recently they've been like, beep boop, uh, what even is this? <laughs> is this, are we going to record? Like, the, like literally that's what they're, t I've had to go through and figure out which ones, like, are what. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's fine. Hi. We're here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, this is a podcast with, like, little to no semblance of order really i get to drive laura crazy with the lack of what do i want to say not organization but like kind of kind, okay kind planning. of the organization and planning and stuff it's you know it's meant to be a bit more chaotic you know <laughs> look at that there's the name you know it's meant to be more fun um it's supposed to help her not stress as much, but it just stresses her out more. And well, what else are friends for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a pointed life coach. <laughs> literally, literally, we're both life coaches. But you know what? <laughs> it's fine. Appreciate it. I need it sometimes, though. Exactly. We do it when it's needed, when it's absolutely necessary or the other asks for it. And we're like, listen, I need you to go life coach on me for a moment because <laughs> shit's fucking <laughs> serious right now. Mm. Oh my goodness. Anyways, welcome to whatever this episode may bring. Yes, and as always, good luck. Yeah, as always. Uh, keep all hands and feet in the vehicle or couch or wherever you are at all times. Uh, and enjoy the show. <laughs> I wanted to do the Hunger Games thing, but I can't think of the right words. Whatever be in your favor. Oh, yeah, I don't, know, all it. I I got. don't know it. That's all I got after all these years. It's okay. <laughs> it happens. It's not the end of the world. It's fine. It's it's fine. fine. It's fine. I am in my living room today, so I hope it's. Nice. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say, so far it seems seems pretty can you, good. Can you tell if I'm echoing when I'm in my office when we're just doing whatever? Like, can you yeah. already tell? Yeah, I can usually hear it, um, but it's not usually like boring to turn down. Like, see me spike all the way over to red up here, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's, yeah. Alright. Well, you're fine. You're good. Uh, 
Yeah, but that just means I have to turn you up. So now we're good. All right. Well, all right. There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, I apologize. ADHD. Um, what were we saying? Who knows? <laughs> all I do know, though, is that I hung out with some of Mark and I's friends this weekend. Ooh. And that's what I'm calling them now because it's technically Mark's work friends. But listen, I've known them listen, for like five years. I've so officially <laughs> accepted any new friends Nick makes are more than likely going to also become my friends as well because we're always together. Right. We go and do stuff because we get so little time together that if we go and do stuff, we're more than likely going to be doing it together. Um, it's very rare that we go off and do something with someone or other people without the other person there. Exactly. I just accept that they're more than likely going to become my friends. And even I expect some of my friends to become his friends half the time, too. So I think that's kind of how it should be. You know, one giant group of everyone getting along. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But we we hung out with some of his. See, I'm doing it again. I hung out with some of our friends and we were playing this, I don't know, card game that we played before. But one of them was like you know, you should have Ryan on your podcast. He was one of the other guys there. And he is just wild. All right. Oh, he I just says, that. I swear, he just says wild things to get people's reactions. And they're, Bring it I, on. I can't even be mad at him for the shit he says, because it's just fucking hilarious. They, we did karaoke the other night and he did, man, I feel like a woman. And then the classic journey song, but also he rocked the house out. He was like, That's correct. He That's went to the fun. crowd and was like, oh, this killing I love, me. I love a man that can put on a show. <laughs> it was killing me. That's fucking great. All of us were else were like, nah, that's we'll not for us to do, but. We'll put a warning at the beginning of the episode. Be like, warning, um, this friend's a bit cray-cray. Don't know where this episode's going to go. Good luck. It's <laughs> true. Um, Don't be offended by anything that happened or is said. <laughs> Oh, but it would it would honestly be hilarious, and I was genuinely thinking about it, especially since he was like, what is it called? And I said, it's called Chaos on Cats because it's about whatever we want, and it gets kind of weird and crazy or whatever, and that, you know, you and I both have two cats, and he goes, oh, I have two cats. <laughs> oh, my God, we have to do it. Oh, my God. And we can literally explain why we agreed to do it. It's because... He's a crazy motherfucker. We're crazy motherfuckers. And come to find out, he also has two cats. It sounds like it's meant to happen. I'm for real. We should totally try to make that happen somehow. For sure. Um, I don't know him very well. I've only met him on a few occasions. I guess I met him on like a half a dozen occasions. So I do know him decently. But like not like this. And see if he wants to come on the pod. I already know he does. Yeah, bring him on the pod. <laughs> Feel him out a bit more and be like, all right, yep, let's go. Let's, You're coming let's on the pod. It. Come over. I love it. It's so fantastic. Yes. And then the one who recommended having him on our podcast was also like, and you know. <laughs> and, and, well, by the way, why I'm, I'm suggesting people, <laughs> might I throw myself <laughs> into the mix? It was honestly really sweet feeling because I'm socially awkward, so I don't know how people really feel about me, even if I like them, you know, so I just let them give that space. So, but it was just really sweet. 
my own anxieties and mental health issues tend to make me think people hate me when they tend to not right like i'm sitting there like oh this fucking person hates me and then i find <laughs> out someone tells me oh they love you and i'm like what what <laughs> like what that was so perfect why couldn't we do that during our recording of that fucking little snippet we were oh, trying <laughs> um yeah no um we'll have to uh update our snippet with the one that says good day motherfuckers <laughs> oh my god yes we should we should do that yeah. look at us planning here on the episode as we record sometimes i forget we're recording if i'm being <clears throat> honest honestly and that's the way it's meant to be it's meant to be like we're just sitting here fucking talking to each other and you guys are here joining in on the conversation and listening to us and just hopefully getting some entertainment out of it yeah hopefully and if not that's too bad for you because we're having a good time (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's great i need to edit the episode it's not going to be going live tomorrow it's supposed to go live tomorrow but it's gonna go live wednesday Sounds or maybe good. tomorrow afternoon when i get it done i'll just put it live um because i the week got away from me i, I meant to that. have it done yesterday by yesterday but it didn't happen so i was like you know what that's fine go live wednesday morning Fuck or it. tuesday night it's fine i mean um, this is the chaos we have decided to bring so Exactly. But I am looking to have us try and post every other week right now mm-hmm. with what we were talking about, two to three episodes yeah, a month. month. So every other week, roughly. Right now we're about two episodes ahead. Good. So you guys will be hearing <laughs> when we're recording this. I don't even know what you guys are going to be listening to. Um, honestly, off the top of my head, I don't even know. I haven't, I haven't edited that episode yet. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's gone. It happened. We were there, but... <clears throat> but we released the first four episodes. We're officially live at this point. As We've been live for a week at this point. As of, well, as of tomorrow, we've been live for a week. Um, which is exciting. And That's so exciting. We got a pretty decent chunk of downloads in that first like few days i know like more Um, than it typically was when we first started our podcast so so when we started our previous podcast because as we have mentioned before we did have a previous podcast that we've not yet talked about on here fully and who knows if we will um if you find it great um still great just not what we were feeling anymore yeah, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't becoming what we wanted it to be, and mm-hmm. it became a bit more stressful than we were hoping it would be, so we just changed gears. We changed gears and did something that was a bit more fun for us, um, which is great. I love it now. We're loving it. We're having fun doing this. Um, but yeah, we got a bunch of downloads pretty quickly. Um, keep so coming them excited in. to see where things go from here um like i said our schedule will probably be like every other week probably tuesday is what we're looking at right now for the down the uh upload day sounds um, good <clears throat> and from there there will probably be other episodes sprinkled in we're not gonna promise you more than two to three episodes a month 
but do know that there is the possibility of solo episodes that could come up at any point or extra episodes in between that we've decided, you know what, we're going to record, let's throw it up now and make an extra episode go live early. And I hope also in the future we could do like blooper episodes. All the shit yes. we cut out from yes, being definitely. Funny. Although there's really not many bloopers because we kind of keep there's those in fucking idiots just have a whole 15 minutes of all the coughing and clearing our throats and all the times the lighter, uh, lighters <laughs> 15 minutes straight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> take that oh you know what i'll do i'll go back into our old recordings from our old podcast and get your pen clicking oh that was a and good just time that. just <laughs> the pen clicking just the pen clicking and just a whole episode of you and your pen clicks. Are you so episode. glad I don't need notes this episode? I'm this so glad podcast. she doesn't need notes. I took the notes away on purpose. Oh, on so purpose. pen, darling. So sorry. Oh my God. I took them away on purpose. She doesn't need them. She clicks and I get it because I click too. And I was like, Laura, we're recording a podcast. You can't click. During the episode, you're going to drive other people crazy. <laughs> I would listen to it, and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I'd like, oh, that I did me. the same thing. I'm like, what is that incessant noise? And then I realize, it's, it's me. her. She's clicking her fucking pen. I literally, every episode... We, I would literally sit there and be like, "I got better." Click your pen. I'd yeah. Like, Click your pen, and no and more. You die. I will drive two and a half hours to kill you. Oh my god! I will make the trek. I do not care. <laughs> I'll make it two me. hours. All right. I'll make it in an hour and a half. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Too exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no doubts here. Guys, she's serious. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh. god, that's great. Uh well, uh did we touch on how we've been? What we've been up to? I don't know. Um have you been up to anything besides hanging out with friends? Um I know you shared that. I can share something too. Yeah, go for I it. I realized I didn't share anything. You, you didn't. Anything. I didn't. Yeah. Share anything. Oh, um, let's see. Well, one of my best friends came over Saturday because she needed to grab her wedding dress from me. I might have talked about this in a previous episode that I, I had to go and grab her wedding dress. I want to say I think so, but I also can't remember if it was just me and you chatting. Exactly. That's the problem. That's, <laughs> That's the we're... problem. Ugh. Is when we're just, like, chatting, doing business stuff, and also just, like, chatting. I tell you things, and then I forget if I've mentioned it here. Yes. Anyways. Best friend's dress was at David's Bridal with them finishing um, the alterations and stuff. Well, David's Bridal called her up and was just like... <laughs> hey we're closing come get your dress and she's like hey no i can't i'm fucking working and i live like over i'm pretty sure she lives like a little over an hour away like no so i told her i was like all right tell them i'm gonna pick it up and i will go grab it for you and i will hold on to it until you can come and get it from me or we can meet up and so she decided to just come and stay the night because she wanted to get her ears re-pierced 
anyways mm-hmm. for the wedding um she wanted to get her first hole done first holes redone and then she wanted to get her second holes done so we did that um i got some piercings as well because i lost i don't know if i told you about this but i lost my date piercing the one that mm-hmm. was here i was really sad did you get um, that one done when you got your last like sternum one done no, I've had that one since I was really young. Okay. I got that one done when I was pretty fucking young. Um, but I had I didn't have an earring in it for a little while, and I put one back in that was a little too big, and it <clears> stretched <throat> the hole, and it got like a little infected. So I cleaned it, and I think the earring I put in was also too heavy for <clears throat> it while it was healing. And I think it kind of started rejecting it a bit. And I thought I pulled it out in time to save the the piercing hole. But the skin ended up basically dying and scabbing over. And when I, like, messed with it and, like, kind of accidentally peeled it. And it was like, oh, no, that hole's gone. gone. So now I just have this, like, little, I don't know if you can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just gone. It's just this little this little chunk there. Just missing. Yeah. It's so sad. It's literally missing. It's you just so sad. You've been like tagged with a hole punch yeah. right in your head. Hope told me I was like one of those cats that gets like <laughs> like tagged on their exactly. ear. Like, God damn it. <laughs> it's like I've been tagged. I'll know how uh, to find your dead body anywhere. <laughs> Go be missing your whole face. Let me see that ear. So I got a couple of new piercings. I don't know if you saw the picture. I did see the picture. Yeah, I'll describe it for you here on the podcast in case you don't want to go to Stop. my Instagram, <laughs> which right. is at Dear Kitten Three. And Laura's yours is yours still at? Yes, it's still Queen. Yas Queen coaching, but can I? Am I allowed to change yeah. my Instagram? Yeah, you can change it, whatever, whenever I want. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you can change your handle whenever. Maybe we can. I can explore help you do those that. names. I can because I have no idea what to. Call I was going to say you're not promoting your coaching right now because you're yeah. coaching. You're really kind of just using in your work right now, which is I great. am. I know. I and got a job. I'm glad that, that was you're coaching, able to do so. that. Exactly. So. Let's change it to something more fitting for you. We'll think of, we'll think of something. Well, and it can't be um, my feet finder one because that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will not know what it is. Uh-uh. My, if my mama can Hell, find it, there's something wrong. No. Hell no. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Um, but sorry, continue. You got hole punched. Oh yeah, like a cat. Um, I will describe. I so I have a horizontal industrial bar on my left ear, and just below where the bar sits, we did a vertical two piercings, like directly in the middle of the cartilage. Um, I I basically just went in and I went to her and I was just like, "Listen, I want something. Look at my ears and decide." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did to her when I got my uh, hor- uh, vertical um, industrial bar done in my right ear. I went in and I was like, I want something, but I just don't know what. Take a look at my ears and tell me what I should do. <laughs> That's what she did. Was it such a problem for me? Because I want so many more ear piercings. Yeah. 
And she looked. She told me. She told me I have like the perfect ears for piercing, and I was like, "Thank you, thank you." I'll be sure to come back. Exactly, and I come back. Um, I've been to that shop many times. That's where I got my full sleeve on my right arm done, and my hip, and my little Care Bear one. My nickname in that shop is Care Bear. Aww. Because of my Care Bear tattoo, because that's how she remembers me, because she's really bad at, the tattoo artist, she's just really bad at remembering names. And I don't blame her, she sees and meets a lot of people, so she tends to remember them by, like, the memorable tattoo that they get done by her, that she's like, okay, I'm gonna remember that one. So for me, it's Care Bear. Um, So that's how she remembers me. Um, But yeah, so I've been there, like, a million times, but I went in and I was just like, put some holes in my ears. I don't know what I want. And she looked, and she sat there, and she looked at them, and she was just like, I was, and like, we talked about a couple of different spas, and I was like, I was thinking, like, doing something, like, maybe right in the center, right below the barbell, and she was just like, yeah, we could do, like, a vertical one, two, and I was like, done. I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like doing things that are different. I guess my question that I always have for people who get lots of either tattoos or piercings but which piercing has hurt the most and which one has hurt the least i'm honestly gonna say including the healing process i'm gonna include the healing process in this sometimes i can take that pain versus anything the stabby stab because sometimes (laughs) the stabbing really sucks but then it's the healing process of that area that sucks just as much, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, so in general, I find the cartilage ones are just usually a lot more painful because it's a thicker area and it's a lot harder to push through. Okay. But the most painful one was my vertical um industrial bar right here because it's through my conch it's through the shell of my ear the top part the top part um up here was the most painful i literally it swelled to the point that i thought it was gonna heal around the ball i was so terrified that it was going to, like, heal around the ball because of the way it was swollen and trying to heal. And thankfully it didn't, and it was fine after, like, a month. Um, but it's even sleep on that fully side healed too. now. No, I couldn't really sleep on it. I had to, like, create kind of like a, a, a cradle yeah. around my ear so that it wouldn't be on the pillow, but I could lay on that side. Um, that one was probably the roughest and sucked the most. Getting it done and the healing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not one of your chest ones. No, those really or your, your whatever this is called. No, oh, that was a that was a walk in the park. The bridge, the bridge yeah. piercing. That was nothing. Did you get tongue pierced? That's what I thought. That one also sounds terrible. <laughs> that one definitely wasn't. Actually, that one wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It just felt like a really uncomfortable pinch. I like, can't. it just felt like a really uncomfortable pinch for a second. 
Nope. Just touching yeah, my tongue no. too tight. I'm all set. <laughs> That's insane. I'm kind of, I'm jealous. I am not judging. I am jealous because I want more piercings and stuff. <gasps> I was, is that like your smiley? Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. I didn't know you had that one. Mm-hmm. It's my little hidden piercing. I was talking to this girl and she said that actually her nose piercing hurt worse than that one because that one sounds terrible. The nose is not fun. No, it fucking isn't. I did that one time see, and now I can't do any more piercings because I'm terrified. See, okay, see, I had a different experience than most with the nose piercing. Yeah, my best friend did mine. And she did great. I'm just a baby. Did she do it with an actual piercing needle? Yes. Okay, see, that's where we differ. Girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> I'm already girl. <laughs> All right, we're ready for a story time. Warning at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, so when I was like, how, how old was I? sophomore year it was my sophomore year of high school technically I also did it when I was like in middle school but that one closed up on me but I did it on the left side um but I did this one sitting there in front of my mirror with a sewing needle a paper clip and I made it happen don't you worry disgusting yeah it like gives me the chills. I yeah, I think my it, it sucks. Their sisters did that with their belly button, and I'm like, huh. I did an act. I did that with an actual piercing needle. I can't. But I'm it's gonna... closing up on me now because I lost my jewelry, and I just keep forgetting to buy a new one. And I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna let it heal up so I can get it redone anyways." Because okay. um, I didn't do it deep enough. So when yeah. I like do have a belly ring in, it just looks kind of weird. So I'm letting it heal up so I can get it redone. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but yeah, I got a couple new piercings. Exciting. That is exciting. I have a lot of I got I have a lot of piercings. Uh, just do. so you all know, <laughs> you wouldn't think it by looking at me because no. I've got a few that are visible on my face. I've got my Medusa, my nose, and my bridge piercing. But then, like, my ears are, like, fully pierced up. Yeah. There's a lot in there. There's a lot in my ears. I've got Both three normals. I had my belly button, but, I mean, it's probably still, I could probably still put something in there. Do you but... have your nip-naps pierced? No. I'm surprised. No. You seem like a pierced nip girl. want to, but... I keep my partner's preferences in mind, too, mm-hmm. when I make certain decisions. Of course. And I've asked him about it, because, you know, he has to be attracted to the body that I have. Of course. Um, I asked him if he would, if I were to get them done, if he would like that at all. And he sat there and he really thought about it he, before he even answered me. Like, he, he thought about it for a minute and he's like, I don't really think I would because when they're in there, especially if you have metal ones in, like it might be like metallic-y and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like he was like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it'd be as fun for me. And I was like, all right. I will that makes sense. <laughs> I'll see you. He wouldn't be mad if I went and got it done. He doesn't care. Like he right. fully knows, like he cannot stop me from doing something. Um, but um, 
I keep his preferences in mind. You know, I, I don't totally ask his permission that. for things, but right. I ask about his interest in the things that I'm considering doing. You know, I told him about my bridge piercing when I wanted that, and he was totally like, yeah, cool, go get it, like, do it. And, you know, he doesn't care. Yeah. But, you know, I always like to, like, mention the things that I'm, like, thinking of getting done, because, you know, I want him to know, like, hey, I'm thinking of getting this done. What do you think of it? And I think and that's how, like, a healthy relationship should be, but it's always perceived yeah. as, like, getting permission, which I do understand people do do that. We don't want that, but... Yes, exactly. And we don't want people having to sit there and ask for permission. And that's why I always sit there and end up saying at some point, like, I'm not asking for his permission for anything because I don't just, ask for Yeah, we're just anything. having a conversation about um, it. And he knows that I don't ask for permission to do things unless it involves spending an exuberant amount of money that is going to affect him in some way too um you know so like that that's not a big deal to him you know like he knows that i'm gonna do whatever i want but i don't ask for permission i just make sure that he knows what i'm thinking of doing and i get his input on it and how he would feel about it because at the end of the day he is my partner and I need him to stay attracted to me in of some course. way, shape, or form, you know? Like, that is a part of a relationship, mm -hmm. is having that attraction to each other, especially if your partner is a sexual person, you know? Like, you need to make sure that's still there. So I always like to at least, you know, keep him in the loop and let him know, like, I'm thinking of doing this. What are your feelings? <laughs> exactly. Do you I hate the idea? Does it utterly disgust and turn you away and <laughs> or are you cool with it are you cool with it exactly. <laughs> and like, even yeah. to take it like away from the body itself like i even ask mark about things i want to do interior design wise to the house because yeah. it's this, oh, like thought like he has to yeah. see it every day he has to at least enjoy where he's living well, that's exactly like nick fully expects like when we like have a house and even here like I'm fully in charge of the decor part of it but that doesn't mean I'm not gonna sit there and be like what do you think of these ideas here what are your least favorites what are your favorites so that I know I can know what you're liking because yeah you have to live here too mm -hmm. I, it's not my space it's our space if I have a room that is my space, then yeah, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want in there. <laughs> exactly. Just like I would let you do with your own space. Exactly. I'd walk in and be, oh, it's a pigsty. I'm going to walk in and be like, that's not my problem. It's <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's like, I I don't fucking care. And Mark I is very sure. sweet about that. My room is a but shit show. It, don't worry, Nick. My is, office. Nick is... The, Nick and I share this space now, but before we shared the space in this room, um, it was purely my space because he didn't really come in here to use his computer very much. Um, so really, I was the only one that ever came in here. It got messy in here. <laughs> there were times where literally before we'd like get on camera, I'd be like, camera is up you can't see the mess perfect <laughs> and like like literally it's like this small area around me is all you can see and it looks great it's and so clean good. but literally all outside of it just mess and I was like I'm real glad she can't see that right now <laughs> yeah yeah you see the shit in the back of my office 
all every well, day. And it doesn't time. matter. I don't, oh, and I don't care. I don't like, mind. people are allowed to be messy. But, like, <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, he was, he did not usually say anything about the room being messy. He'd occasionally be like, I'd be like, yeah, I really need to pick up the room. He'd be like, yeah, it's pretty messy in there. But, like, that's really all he'd say. Yeah. That's, that's all he'd say is, like, yeah, it's pretty messy in there. Like, you're not wrong, basically. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, you're not wrong. But yeah, no, like, I'm the same way. I just, like, let him know things because I want to know his opinion. And you should want to know your partner's opinion. Look at this. This is turned into, like, a relationship podcast. See, you never know what you're going to get You here. never know. But you also, know. Um, Mark was saying that he and Nick should be joining our podcast. Yes, as, like, a I would love to have both of thing. them on. I would love to do that. That'd be really fun. We should get in person for that. I, I agree. Which, though, y'all are going to see hopefully not some anxious energy but it's quite a possibility i'll be like so excited but so nervous at the same time I won't even it's okay i'm not worried about that okay good. but we could come to you you have more space than us um that's debatable i've got a pretty small house but we can definitely do that for you sure got a house at least we wouldn't uh, be disturbing my like neighbors upstairs just my like landlord goddamn neighbors let's get but in there like, but they're like my like people who are like my landlord shit Come they're on. like property managers <laughs> slash like kind of man like that uh, makes me uh, nervous to live with yeah they're you got good ones you got quiet. good ones but i mean they're, like, they're quiet you. they keep to themselves they but. occasionally will text us if there's something up but it's very, <laughs> we pay our rent on time and we're really not that loud so yeah i mean that makes sense so they don't really bother you exactly. don't bother them. But yes, we exactly. should have a couples episode and we should. I think that'd be, be a time. lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I'm down and I know Nick would be down as well. So you've heard it here. We're gonna make it happen. We'll get the husbands on the podcast. <laughs> the husbandos as I like to call them. <laughs> the husbandos. That's what our episode title will be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Husbandos. <laughs> Pulling all the weebs. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, it's 35 minutes of this podcast and we haven't even come here to talk about what we've come here to talk hey, about. Hey, which is hey, God knows if this where. podcast is two fucking hours, this podcast is two fucking hours and this they can true. deal with it. And I'm, I'm really excited. I'm having That's a good it. ass time. It's been a minute since we sat down and recorded. You know, we're, we're here to talk. And have fun. And they're going to deal with it. <laughs> if they're not enjoying it 35 minutes in, why are they still here? <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, maybe they read the description and they're interested in the topic. In that case, skip along. Just keep skipping. <laughs> just keep skipping until you get there. I don't know how far in it's going to be. I know, be, you'll have to be just guessing. Keep skipping. Yeah. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> I. Oh, my gosh. oh, I finally. Um, started to do the little sound bites to our podcast. Oh god, they're published, and it is killing me. Right? I told <laughs> you there are some gems, oh. fucking pure gemstones yes. in there of just like comedy gold. I'm, it's cracking me up. Just one minute of us being compared to fifty-year-old uh, dishwasher. 
favorite. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> my favorite. I can't wait for the clip of us calling of me being like that's so we're comedians now. Like that that's what's happening. We're 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 officially calling that. Oh my god, I fucking love it. Like I love all of it. It's fucking great. Just a revel in our silliness. So I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh my gosh, that's oh, great. We can it. put out all the especially for the people who don't know me. Or don't know me well, I guess. Or yeah. I've just been always anxious around. I can't help it, man. But they don't mm-hmm. know how weird I truly am. And having the little snippets is going to be a good time. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Henry's eating his food. You good boy. Henry. Oh, little baby Henry. So we got a new couch. So he has been loving it. Oh. He's been sleepy all day on our new couch. And oh, good. Yes. Oh, snack time. Snack break. Exactly. Gotta take a break from napping so you can oh, fill up. Harley's gonna join him. It's a double duo oh. snack break. Snack break time. Oh, they kiss noses. Oh. I don't even know if they like each other and then they do stuff like that. And I'm like, oh. I know that <laughs> Bruto tolerates <clears throat> Daruk. Yeah, that's probably she tolerates Daruk. Daruk, I feel like likes his sister. Um, a lot. I think he loves his sister. He loves <laughs> picking on her. And yes, he loves antagonizing her. Exactly. Her. We literally have the same cats. Yes, we do. We. I know we talk about it all the time, cat. but we have the same. We cat. both have. <laughs> an orange doofus basically <laughs> exactly. that likes to antagonize their sibling because they they're really older like sibling. their sibling yes they really like their big sibling and they really want to play with them but their big sibling doesn't want to play with them because their big siblings like old now it's like leave me alone i just uh, want to relax and get attention from mom or something exactly. Jesus. Like, please Hey, I saw her tackle him the other day. So that's in, in yeah, for no, I mean, So I'm like, Rudo gives in. Like Rudo gives in and plays with him. But <laughs> nine times out of ten, she hisses and smacks him in the face to leave her alone. <laughs> because she usually doesn't want to play with him. But when she's in a playful mood, she'll fucking ambush him. She'll play with him. She'll take him out. But it just depends. It depends the mood she's in. Ma'am, is but your food nine, not good nine times, nine times out of ten, when he wants to play, she does not because he doesn't have an off switch. Yeah, because they're still borderline kittens ish. They're just young, yeah. two or three. Yeah. Uh, actually, he just turned four. Wow. Okay. Still young, but I, mean, I don't he's even three know. Years younger than Rudo. Yeah, he's three years I, younger than her, and that's still a pretty that's pretty decent. Once you once they start getting to like seven and up, they start getting a bit more lax. Yeah, I think Harley's eleven or twelve, and Henry is like two or three. So it's like yeah. she's yeah she's good for. Her. I think it keeps her young. So Daruk just turned four, and he's still as fucking crazy and psychotic as he's always been. Hmm. It is what it is. It is. I'm loving it. Yeah. Oh, I Keeps love it. I love it. I told Nick the other day, I'm like, 
Honey, I want a third. I want a third. I want to always talk about it. Let's get a third baby. <laughs> I'm not allowed to get a third until we have more space, which is fine, but I want another one. <sighs> I've never had like a kitten. Like oh, growing really? up, I have, but not on my own. Oh, it's fantastic. So, I just feel like they're easier than dogs because they stay See, inside. See, we got Rudo and Daruk both as kittens. Oh. Yeah, we got both of them as, as little bitty babies. Oh, my goodness. I think Daruk was, I think they were both like six months old when we took them home. So. That's awesome. Just little itty bitty babies. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh. They grow up too quickly. <laughs> I will tell you what. The moment you get a kitten and you see it right next to, like, fucking Henry, he's going to look like nothing but a cat. Like a full-grown cat to you. You're never going to see him as a teeny baby anymore because you're going to see a teeny baby next to him and be like, oh my god. That's what happened to me with Rudo when we got Daruk and I brought him home and I had him, like, right next to us. I was like... Oh no, my baby's <laughs> not a baby anymore. <laughs> I can't deal with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think I'm going to lose my shit if I ever get a kitten in the best way possible, for sure. Oh, it's wonderful. It's tiring, exhausting, and wonderful. Yes. All at the same time. Because they are still a lot of work, just like a puppy. But. I mean, I do think they're a bit easier because, they're I mean, smaller. I'm not going to lie. I'm Sorry. not going to lie. We got Daruk and after having him for a week, we left for a week. <laughs> we came back and he was still alive. He's still fine. He figured it He's out. fine. We had a camera. We could see them. We knew he was still alive and okay. <laughs> He's got an older friend to help him. Well, an older sibling that's like, what the fuck is this thing? Why is it still here? You guys left, and this thing is still here. With this? Stranger danger. Get out of here. Oh, and it's funny. Daruk is a big advocate for stranger danger. (laughs) Big advocate for stranger danger. Listen to Daruk. He comes in, and... When you come in and he doesn't know you, even if he does kind of know you because you've been here before, fucking gone. Henry will love on you, probably. Harley says, get fucked. Rudo will love on you. Rudo will ask for attention. She will also hiss at you. Oh, but so she's, seems she's social in any attitude. Got it. It is a customary greeting. Everybody gets at least one hiss, maybe two. And we've both agreed that it's her basically being like, I don't know you, so, like, watch out. But, like, we're cool, you know? Like, like it's like, here's a little warning of, like, hey. I'm a charge. fuck with me. <laughs> but, like, hey, we're cool. And I'm gonna rub on like, you, you and I want stay. you to pet me. Like, <laughs> I want you to pet me. I want the attention. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck around and find out. <laughs> Like, we've agreed that it's, like, it's, like, her little, like, a little warning to you, but, like, a little, like, a little greeting. Like, it's just a customary greeting at this point. Everybody gets at least one hiss when she meets them. I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To see if I get one hiss or two. Mm. Mm. You might get a couple. It depends. You might. It just depends. I don't know. Are more hisses better? 
worse? I, I don't know. Exactly. Oh. I want to know where I'm ranked, though, because I'm competitive. So. Yeah. Mm. I feel it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yes. Like, I want to know, like, girl, am I getting more hisses because you like me? Like, what's going on? Because we're, like, like, extra buddies? Or... or, like, do you sense that I'm also a baddie and you're like, listen. <laughs> I'm giving you an extra warning just in case. Like, I see your aura, all right? I see you. Like, you know, like, I see you. Don't throw down. I guess since we're at, like, we can start whenever. Guess, um, you know. Why don't you go first? What do you got first this week, Laura? What do you got? What do you got for me? Um... Well, I have two things, but one of them was from a really long time ago, so I don't know if it's even relevant anymore. But did you ever hear of someone finding, like, miles long of pasta on the side of a river in, like, New Jersey or something? I feel like they did. Sorry, the second I turn on my Wi-Fi on my phone, everything gets fucked up. (laughs) Yep, exactly. So... Yes, I remember learning about this. Okay, because I was looking into it because I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And then I got a news article on it that the person who did it did not get, like, in trouble for it. Was it was not. It wasn't intentional. I read that he didn't think that that was going to be the outcome when he put it there, but I think he's Yeah, like, no, he didn't. Like his mother died or something, and she was Yeah, like, and he threw a bunch of, stuff. he threw a bunch of pasta out into the yeah. woods because he was, he didn't know what to do with it, so he yeah. threw it out, and he, um, he just wasn't thinking that it was going to rain, because yeah. it ended up raining, like, that night, and because it ended up raining, like, that night, it all absorbed all the water and just... Oh my god, it was insane. But he didn't, I, he just wasn't thinking in the moment and realized, oh, and he I probably shouldn't do this. 500 oh, yeah, it was pounds of pasta. Five, there's like massive pictures of it and it's yeah. hilarious. It was in New Jersey, but. Yeah, he didn't do it like. It wasn't like rude or just a prank thing. He was just like, what do I do with this? Yeah, he wasn't like sitting there being like. Ha ha ha, I'm gonna dump all this pasta, blah blah Which, blah. Which honestly expand. Hilarious joke now that we're thinking of it. Exactly. But I mean, he didn't do it with like malice or anything like that. He wasn't like intentionally trying to like get a bunch of pasta rehydrated all all over the fucking place. Now like trying to clear the place out. And he was probably thinking, well, it's food, so it'll break down outside, so that's yeah, okay. So I'll just toss it outside. Like it, but, like, yeah. 500 pounds. Yeah, that's where it gets me. I'm like, dude, 500 pounds? Really? Holy shit. Yeah. But honestly, this guy's kind of my hero. Kind of. I've always been a big fan of pasta, and now I can use it as a valid prank. I literally just ate spaghetti (laughs) earlier. (laughs) So that was, like, from a really long time ago. I had forgotten about it because I actually found it (laughs) on my work phone because we have our work, like, Facebook. So I was going Mm -hmm. through it, and I saw it on there or whatever. And so that's when I screenshotted the pictures, but I forgot until I was looking through my pictures today and I was like, well, I guess that would be something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But my other things, 
Um, I am looking it up. Mark and I were talking one day about how we have the wildest dreams and we would want to like start a dream journal because then I feel like we could make just like little um, mini stories and compile them all mm. or whatever. And like mm, people dig it cause they're just wild. And I was like, Hey, that's how twilight was invented. Well, it was came from a dream. And he goes, that's how the sewing needle was invented. It came from a dream. And I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> so, how do you know that information? I only know Twilight because I read it and was obsessed with it as a kid. Were you obsessed with sewing needles here? Because I'm so confused. I don't see you sewing anything. <laughs> the if fuck? You know how to sew? You gotta teach me, please, please teach me. <laughs> but At the very least, you should be making me clothes. Exactly. You have a the fuck to base your creations off of. You're welcome. I'll do right? it for free. Like, my God. <laughs> but it got me thinking, like, what other things have been made and created because of dreams? Mm. Some mm. weird-ass shit, but also some um, kind of, like, important shit that I'm like, now that I know it came from a dream, okay. we trust it. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to read little blurbs about some of them, not all of them, because not all of them I give a shit about. Um, but the, I think when Mark was thinking about the sewing needle being invented from a dream, it was originally, it's it's like a sewing needle that they put in the sewing machine that they mm, figure mm-hmm. out. Um, but it says... The, I'm going to get all these names wrong, but I said fuck it. It's okay. <laughs> the idea for the sewing machine came to inventor Elias Howe in a dream in 1845. He had been musing over the idea of a machine with a needle that would go through cloth, but, had, but hadn't managed to figure out exactly how it would work. However, a particularly lucid dream saw him um, about to be... <laughs> about to be cooked by cannibals while they were dancing around a fire waving their spears. What? (laughs) And he noticed that the top of each spear um, was a small hole with an up and down motion of spears and holes remaining to fix in his memory when he woke. Um, He realized that he could this could be the key to a machine that would work having the hole in the needle close to the point instead of the traditional other end, which enabled the mechanism, um, the mechanical sewing machine to become a technological possibility. So it came from a cannibalistic dream where they had swords with holes in it, which was like, got it. I um, well, you know what? We got the sewing needle out of it. So I guess that works. I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. What the fuck? <laughs> this is... <laughs> I don't know who you are, Elias Howe, or whatever your name is, but that's a wild story if that's true. You know? How's, it, how's his name spelled? E-L-I-A-S. Probably Elias. I like my version, but it's a lot of mouth. Um, and then H O W E for his last name. Yeah, so it'd be How. Yeah, How. Elias How probably. 
Or Elias, if you want to be fancy. Uh, either one. All three. He'll take it, because he was going to let himself be uh, eaten by cannibals. So. Yeah, apparently. Um, other things that were made and created via dreams is the song Yesterday by the Beatles. Um, I'm not going to read that one, because no offense, I don't give a shit. Um, no, I don't really one <laughs> Is the theory of relativity? Like, what the, it, where, this is where I'm concerned. I understand Twilight, but the theory of relativity. <laughs> <laughs> Are we serious right now? <laughs> I understand Twilight, but the theory of relativity really just slips past me sometimes. Like, I can't truly grasp it, it, you know? And, it, and the fact that it came from a dream, though. Like, I can understand <laughs> Twilight being made from a dream, but... Oh, um, that's great. Well, maybe he was looking at all his numbers or formulas and shit in his dream, and he figured it out. It says that Albert Einstein, it's it's the legend has it that Einstein dreamed one time that he was sledding down a mountainside at an enormous speed, which caused the stars to change their appearance. And while sadly, it's more probable that his ideas were built, were the result of hard work and natural mathematic gifts. Thank God. Um, we can't rule out the idea that his remarkable, capable brain was given a bit of help while he slept. Okay, I see where they're going with this now, and I can accept that a bit more. I will accept it, but at least they were be like, whoa, he was a genius, so let's just put that out there. <laughs> well, when you started with legend has it, I'm like, I all know, right, exactly. what is happening it's here? Like, mm, is it true? Is it false? We'll never know. But the Terminator also don't give a shit. Um, wow, why am I not surprised that the Terminator is from a dream? Probably like practically a nightmare. Like would you, this guy would was you like me to chased down word. by the fuck. Please do, please do, <laughs> okay. do Feeling it. Tell shit. me. Got it. Um, while the idea of know. the Terminator came to director James Cameron in a dream, we describe it as more of a nightmare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It says in quotes, I was sick and dead, broke in Rome, Italy, he says, with a fever of 102, doing the final cut of Piranha 2. That's when I thought of Terminator. I guess it was a fever dream. Sounds about right. Um, he saw a gleaming figure of doom emerging from fire, um, a metallic ske skeletal monster with a... They're using some terrible words. Of a, with a smile and burning eyes, dragging itself across the floor with kitchen knives. Wait, whoa. This is not the Terminator that I know. He ever went to sleep again. But yes, very. I, how does he get. That is not the Terminator I know, but alrighty, Rue. Yeah, I guess that really sparked something in him to create something. All right. Red beating eyes, at least, right? Because the Terminator's yeah. got some glow. Yeah, no, he's got like the glowing red eye thing going on. Yeah. He's, he's made out of machine. metal fish. Yeah. yeah. He's made out of machine. Yeah. So maybe he only took that. <laughs> <laughs> got to be a burning building in that movie. I can't remember. It's been forever. Oh, God. It's been so fucking long. I gunned to my head. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Is it Arnold? Is it the governor of California? 
I know it's Arnold Schwarzenegger okay, that's okay. in it, but I oh, just yeah. don't remember anything about the movie except for the fact that he's part machine or fully machine and he's terminating shit. That's all I got for you. He's blasting shit. That's, that's what I got for you. That's what I got, basically. But the next one on the list is Frankenstein. Do we care? I'm moving on. I don't care. I read a blurb about this, but it didn't... It's stupid, so I don't care. But it's the double helix structure of DNA was came from a dream. They dreamt some real science-y things coming from dreams. And they're like, oh, science. I'm like, <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, more science-y things. It does say Twilight. We can, it says, um, we all knew that. <laughs> and it's so funny too, because the article starts at saying, look, we never said it was all good things that were invented in dreams. <laughs> I was obsessed with those books and those movies. Okay. I don't give okay, a shit. But we can't say they're like a true masterpiece. <laughs> Well, no. There's some peace, um, but it got my little teenage like heart. And that's right? all that matters is when Laura needed Twilight. Twilight was there for Laura. Exactly. And that's all that matters, you know. Twilight? But when we look back on it now, we go, "Huh? No, I'll watch it. A little weird. I'll watch it immediately. I might not read it again because that's a lot of work. But I will. I mean, I've rewatched." the movies and stuff here and there but yeah no there have been times where i sit there and i look back on it i'm like huh yeah also this is the level of acting cgi oh my god that baby and it didn't get better as the child got older either so it's like worse like oh my god rough all right anyways what else you got on that list off the twilight I also like some of other Stephanie Mayer's or Meyer's books, so I can't even hate. Um, but claims the idea for her hugely successful Twilight franchise came to her in a dream on June 2nd, 20, 2003, because she remembered. Um, she dreamed of a <laughs> girl and a vampire who loved her but still wanted her blood and quickly set about writing the draft of what is now Chapter 13 in the book. And I do remember her, like, I love these Look, so I remember watching interviews on her and she said it was like the scene in, they have in the movie is like they're laying in a field of flowers and he's like sparkling in the sun and stuff and she's pale no matter what she does. So that's the scene that they're talking about. In case anybody knows. Um, <laughs> another one I'm just not understanding is the scientific method was derived from a dream. Wait, what do we mean? Wait, what scientific method? Like the scientific method. What's the scientific? We shall learn. Okay. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Renee, whomever. Um, that's what. <laughs> Is that actually their name, or are you no, just not pronouncing I'm it? Descartes. I'm. I just. Okay. Uh, all right. We'll go with Renee, whomever. <laughs> God, I, I'm so sorry. The article I, will be linked in the description. I hate you all, creators of all things, but I am terrible with names. 
words. She'll be um, sourced down below in the article. <laughs> um, but she helped establish the framework for the scientific method guiding principles in uh, his trustees. And then they named the stuff because I'm not reading all that published in it's a book 1637. Um, <laughs> and then they named the stuff. But I'm not reading <laughs> read it. It's a book. Um, crystallizing the modern science, which of course led to the great discoveries and advancements that followed. We're going to have to read up on the scientific method is because it's not giving us clear instruction. I'm Googling it. Um, but he would not have written it at all if he had not dreamt one night during stint in the army of a new project for his life to, um, to rejecting everything that he had been taught was true and building it back up on an arguable firm foundation. Um, Descartes, Four principles were to doubt everything, break every problem down into smaller parts, solve the simplest problems first and build up from there and um, to be really thorough. So the one thing he didn't or couldn't doubt that is that he existed. Thus, his famous phrase, I think, therefore I am. Okay. I've got. Thank you. Okay. So we've got the dictionary definition, which I will read to you. A method of procedure that has characterized natural science since the 17th century, consisting of a, system, a systematic observation, measurement, and experiment in the formulation, testing, and modification of hypothesis. So basically, making an observation, forming a hypothesis, making a prediction, conducting an experiment, and finalizing uh, the results. So basically uh, being thorough in your research that makes a lot is of what sense. the scientific method is. We're, so, see, this is where we're okay. so smart, but okay. so dumb. I love it. Listen, as <laughs> as we have stated, 50-year-old as we, as we are, have stated, and I have stated, in the words from one of my favorite podcasts, uh, podcasters, uh, just dumb bitches with a microphone. Yes. Just dumb bitches with a microphone. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't know what to tell you. If you know, you know. Yeah, we got our own money as adults now, so in our own free time. So that's about it. <laughs> I love those videos that are like, nobody, me with adult money, and it's them having bought some weird, obscure, <laughs> dumb thing that's so pointless and useless. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking right. <laughs> I love that the mm -hmm. best you know and you come exactly. home with all your like treasure yeah. listen i'm a maximalist not a minimalist <laughs> okay <laughs> if you could see my background you understand <laughs> <laughs> yes i need some shelves because if you could see the boxes in my basement and in my office you would understand <laughs> yeah she still needs to finish unpacking a lot of her shit it's been about two years we'll get there eventually yeah we're, we've been doing lots of other things around the house, so it's not like we're doing nothing. We're just... No, I know you have. <laughs> but that is what I've got for y'all today. I don't know if I can find any other good ones. Nobody cares about you. Sorry. Nope. Yeah. But thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in and learning some weird shit that... Nobody that's actually Laura's cares got about today. Yes. That's what Laura has for us. Oh, I Laura brought us some interesting shit. As I'm continuing to look up things that have been Oh god. Dreamt up basically. Y'all should just Google it at this point, because there's just some 
weird stuff that why are people who are so scientifically brained thinking up so many scientific things in their dreams, man? The Damn. brain just doesn't shut down for them. No. That makes me tired just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine doesn't shut down either, but I go from like normal living to apocalyptic dreams every night. And I, I'm kind of digging it. And now they're kind of like the book I'm reading, so I'm also going to take it. Yeah, mine are usually influenced by, like, whatever it is I'm currently reading. Yeah. I tend to be very influenced by that. And I read yeah. some weird shit, so. Uh, shit gets weird in them dreams. I don't know what to tell you, but. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what to tell you. Listen. But it's not no scientific, like, no. aha happening in there. It is pure. No. As we have said before, chaos. So exactly. <laughs> um. Okay. Yes. So my turn. Yes. Um. I am going back towards. I don't remember if it was the last episode or the episode before. <laughs> Y'all tell us where I talked. Okay. Where I talked about the cryptids. Ah. Yes. Um. Yes. So yes. I'm going back to a similar realm. It's not cryptid specifically. We're gonna come back to that on another time. But my brother we're going down that like oh we're going uh towards some creepy stuff. We're gonna talk about some creepy stuff. Um <clears throat> we're gonna be talking about like scary folklores and folk tales. Um I got that the goosies. Come from, like different areas. Um I found a site that will be listed down below in the description, but it's invaluable.com. Um, and they are going to be, we're going to be reading about 15 different scary folk tales, traditions, kind of just like a mixture of different things from different countries, um, from around the world. So, um, because there's, there are so fucking many. I was listening to this one podcast. I can't remember what it's called right now. But I was listening to this one podcast that she tells, um, basically folklores. She, she reads folklores. Like, she finds versions of them or different versions of them. Might be, like, the same kind of tale, like the Cinderella tale, because there's mm -hmm. so many different versions yes. out there. And she reads the really creepy, scary, I like, those ones. And I fucking love it it's so wonderful i love learning about these different folklores and folk tales that like all these different places used to tell and like how the story developed and stuff and like learning the history behind it and stuff so maybe in a future episode i will read one to you maybe in like a solo episode i'll do like an episode where i like read Yes. One of these folklores to you guys. And, and um, I was just thinking, your voice is like perfect for those things, and you're you slow it all down. Your speech is gorgeous. I just read that, and it was a shit show, and I'm proud of it. But like yours is just perfect for yeah. this type of thing. So I'm excited. Thanks. <laughs> it's really funny because um, so Nick has started uh live streaming and doing Twitch and yes. stuff. And so have I. And it's so funny. <laughs> we'll be using the same fucking microphone, okay? <laughs> and he'll talk. It doesn't pick him up. And I talk. And it's like, spike! Yes. Like, real loud. And I'm like, 
I just got a voice for the microphone. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you, baby. And he's just like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I love him. Oh, gosh. Um, But, yeah, so I'm going to tell you about a handful of different folk folklores. Um, and I'm going to read you these little blurbs that they have written about them, which are basically just like quick little kind of descriptions about the folklore. Yes. So let's start. I'm going to do my best to pronounce all of these names and words, but don't come for me because. Oh, how could they, they after what different... I just butchered? Come on. <laughs> they, they, they're from different countries and I will do my best to pronounce them as correctly as I can, but please do not come for me. I will do my best. Okay. Anyways. <clears throat> so we're going to start with this first one, which is called Botan Doro. Um, it's kind of like a love story mixture one. Um, so it's also referred to as the Peony Lantern, and the story of Botan Doro originated in the 17th century Japan, and continues to be one of the most famous ghost stories in Japanese culture. Though there are multiple versions, the general storyline is as follows. Um, on the first night of Oban, a Japanese festival that honors ancestral spirits, a widowed samurai meets a beautiful woman named Otsuyu and quickly falls in love with her. And they meet every night from dawn until dusk, and she's always accompanied by a young girl holding a peony lantern. Uh, soon, someone grows suspicious and spies on them, horrified to discover that Otsuyu is a skeleton. Though petrified, the samurai's love for Otsuyu is so strong that he ignores warnings to stay away and follows her to a grave in a temple. The next day, his dead body is found entwined with the woman's skeleton, and this famous folktale has been the subject of many Japanese paintings and was also developed into a kabuki play, which is a form of theater over in Japan. Live theater. That would be so cool to see. That would be so fucking cool to see. I would love to see this performed. That would be amazing. I thought this one was so interesting, and I definitely want to find, like, a story version of this. And if I can, I will definitely be reading it for you guys. Um, <laughs> it's really fucking cool. Um, so the next one we're going to talk about is a classic we all know him. We all love him. We're all terrified of him. The Headless Horseman. Mm, yes. So, there are many stories in folklore surrounding Headless Horsemen, from the German folktale by the Brothers Grimm to the Irish Celtic legend of Dullahan, a headless demon on a black horse. The most persistent American version of the myth is a loose adaptation of Washington Irving's 1820 store, the legend of, of Sleepy Hollow, which draws from historical facts about the American Revolutionary War. Um, so legend has it that during the Battle of White Plains, a Hessian artilleryman was decapitated by an American cannonball, and he was buried <laughs> hastily in the churchyard of Sleepy Hollow, 
by his comrades. In the middle of the night, it is said that he rides out to seek his head or take anyone else else's in his path. And that is the Headless Horseman. I guess I was unaware that he had a, a way that his head got removed. And yeah. yeah, he was decapitated. He knows people are laughing, so that's why he's so pissed. <laughs> like, that is hilarious. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's so funny. It's not, okay, I'm listen. Just listen, it's not funny, but it's funny, box, okay? And it just, like, is, it is a, it's a cartoon just in my head. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Don't worry, I I can picture what you're picturing. Yeah. Um yeah, so that is the classic uh headless horseman. Um this next one I'm going to do my best with this one, but I don't know how this would be pronounced. It's okay. Here. So um the next one we are going to talk about is the tale of Jassy Jatir. Uh it stems from Guarani traditions in Paraguay. Um, so parents often use the spooky story as a scare tactic to get their children to behave, which is where most folklore seems to come from, is usually generally a scare tactic to get kids to behave. Um, supposedly, Jazzy Jatir roams the streets during siestas, looking for children who would rather play than nap. Most variations depict Jesse Jatir as a child himself, with long, light-colored hair, but some say he is a small man who takes children prison, it, who takes children prisoner, prison, that, mm, I don't care, whatever, before scooping their eyes out so they can find, cannot find their way back home. I just laugh at how they throw it in there at the end of this little Just casually scoop eyes out, and that's in the end of the story. Like, I was, I sat there for a moment, like, yeah, that's the way to end it, I guess. Got it, got it. That one will stick with me as a child, actually. I will be following. <laughs> so sorry. And I always used to work with children. Maybe shouldn't have. And I used to threaten to scoop their eyes out with spoons if they didn't leave me alone. <laughs> Anywhere from mm, six to like 16. So, so, so what you're telling me is you're a Jesse Jatir in disguise. Oh, sorry. My bad. You're the god of the siesta. It's coming through me, which I really shouldn't be. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. That's fucking great. Um, okay. So that's hilarious. Alright, our next one. Uh, so this one is called the Zhongxi in so in China, stories of an undead creature known as a Jiangxi uh, have existed since the Qing Dynasty. Uh, though the world, literally, though the word, oh my goodness, literally translates to stiff corpse, these reanimated bodies are often referred to as hopping vampires. Because they move by hopping with arms outstretched and hide in coffins. I'm sorry, your face as I'm reading this. Or unlit areas during the day. The pale, lifeless creatures are often depicted as rotting or decomposing and are believed to kill the living with one touch. 
Chinese residents who fear the dead uh, place a six-inch piece of wood at the bottom of the door to prevent them from entering their homes. That's all it takes? Apparently. You could get killed with one touch, but a piece of wood is all it takes? Yeah, six-inch piece of wood. I'll be sure to be getting that. Also, when you said their arms are where? Are they in front of them? (laughs) Like zombies? Oh, got it, got it. And they're hopping. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Just gonna... Thanks. I got my wood. I got my wood. Oh, I can't wait for that clip. Oh, man, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay, so our next one... uh, kind of became a bit more popular a few years ago when a movie came out about her. Uh, this one is about La, Yaro- La Yarona. I I really trip up on that, that last part. That's right. La Yarona. Um, it is, she is one of Mexico's most popular tales. Um, which, and La Yarona translates to Weeping Woman. Um, though no one is certain from where the story originated, it has been haunting Mexican families since well before the Spanish conquest. Uh, details vary from source to source, but the general idea is that La Llorona started as a beautiful woman named Maria. After her husband left her, some ver- some versions say for a younger woman. Always. Um... <laughs> That seems to always be the case. Um, she So she drowned her children in a river out of rage. Um, Maria felt immediate remorse and threw herself into the river in an attempt to reverse her sins. Instead of finding forgiveness, she is cursed to walk riverbanks for eternity, where she, so- where she kidnaps and drowns other children out of spite. It is said that if you hear her cry, you will soon encounter the same fate. La Llorona has been represented in many forms of Mexican art throughout the years, including film, poetry, theater, and literature. And I know a movie came out um, I think a few years ago about La Llorona. It's a horror movie. I don't think I've seen it, but I do recall seeing like trailers for it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever actually watched it either, but I saw all the trailers and stuff when they were out. And I saw a few other videos, like, where people were talking about uh, the lore about her around the time that the movie was coming out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that's when I learned about I'm her. I want to watch that movie, because that sounds fucking creepy, but cool. Right. Yeah. Um, so, the next one we have... Um, they have written above it here, The Scariest Creatures to Walk the Earth, which is apparently what we're getting into now. Got it. Got it. Love it. That's what this little little title says, so let's find out. Um, So the first one here is The Banshee. Um, The Banshee is Ireland's best-known spirit. This female figure roams the countryside and is said to wail as a warning that death is near. Though she does not cause death, her presence is believed to foreshadow death's arrival. Um, historians, historians, historians have traced the Banshee story back to the 8th 
century when it was customary for women to sing sad songs to lament a death. There are a few variations as to how the banshee appears. Some de some depict her as, as a beautiful young woman with flowing white hair, while others describe an old woman with dirty, rotting teeth and long fingernails. Two very different descriptions. So one's to tell you you're going to die, but you'll be saved. And the other one's saying you're going to die, but you're going to be fucked. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. 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 Naturally, yeah, exactly. But she, she doesn't at pressure. least cause death. So, she does not cause. So She's I just honestly a warning think that's of death. kind of cool. It would be terrifying yes. to see because that's the meaning of it, but... I'd be like, oh shit, who's dying or what's happening? Because exactly. I don't want to be around for it and I don't want it to be me. Exactly, I don't want it to be me. Oh, All right, our next one is the deer woman. Mm -hmm. The deer woman is an animal spirit that appears throughout Native American art and mythology. She is sometimes depicted in animal form, sometimes human form, and sometimes both. Deer woman is associated with love and fertility, but in contemporary tellings, she takes on a mischievous role. The spirit is known to seduce promiscuous men and leave them to die or waste away from longing. I, Ooh, I mean, like friends. I don't see the problem. Should we have her on our podcast? Sounds, like, it sounds like we should get yeah. her in on the podcast. Sounds like she'd be a great person to talk exactly. to. I think we should talk to her and ask her about, you know, just her. Yeah. What is, what is the dear woman like? And like, what is she? What's going friend? on with you, girl? Yeah. I support her. <laughs> Dear Woman for President 2024. I support Dear Woman. Yep. <laughs> Dear Woman for President. Um, The next one on our list is a, a pretty well-known one. I'd say he's become a bit more popular recently in media and stuff. Um, That would be the El Chupacabra. Yes. The legend of the Chupacabra began in Puerto Rico in 1995. Ooh, a year before I was born. Same After, I was going to say, a year before you were born, too. <laughs> a year before we were born. Um, I always forget that you're technically a little younger than me. I always forget. Yeah. How? What month? You're, I think it's only by a few months. Yeah, that's what, yeah. and I'm May, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm only a few months older than you. That's what I thought. Um, anyways, El Chupacabra, um, <laughs> began in Puerto Rico in 1995 after a series of attacks on livestock occurred. The animals appeared to be drained of blood with puncture wounds around the neck, but the deaths were never explained, though the description of the, the creature varies. It's said to have a forked tongue, large eyes, and alien-like quills. The tale of the chupacabra eventually spread to other parts of Latin America and even to the United States. It is widely believed to be true. Um, I'm pretty sure I mentioned the chupacabra, the chupacabra in the episode I did with the cryptids. Um, but yeah, I a lot of the stuff I've learned on like the chupacabra and stuff. Now I'm not gonna sit here and say it does or does not exist. Listen. I'm not about to get into any arguments with anybody on any of this shit, okay? Listen, you believe what you want to believe. I don't care. Dumb bitch with a microphone. Thank you. Um, but there are 
a lot of times that you see like the photo evidence of them, it's usually or even like sometimes what bodies people find or whatever, it's usually a dog with mange, like a wild dog that has mange, um, which is not a fun sight to see. Um, but they could be real. And if they are real, no, thank you. Stay away from me. Um, but they're basically just sheep. describing different looking vampires. Essentially, it's like a type of vampire <laughs> creature. Now, my question is, what are, and I can't even remember the correct wording, the, what up, they look like they have quails, quills of aliens? Quills, what, yes. What is that? Alien-like quills, so it's like long spines coming out of their back. So, like, the picture oh. they have here, so it's usually like a dog-like creature on four legs, some fucked-up scary face. Um, they usually have a split forked tongue, large eyes, and they usually have, like, quills coming out of their back. Like, large quills. In, like, a spine-like order and structure. Just look up a picture. I'm gonna turn my Wi-Fi back on. El chupacabra. You got all that to kill somebody with, and you're gonna do two puncture holes with your tongue. I'm saying... I'm saying. No thanks, though. I mean, a lot of animal-looking things I want to pet, but maybe not that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this next one I will do my best to pronounce properly, but uh, <laughs> I do not know exactly how it's pronounced. So, Hawaiian art and culture has a rich history of mythology and folklore, and one of their scariest tales is that of the Hukaipo, which translate to spirit ranks. Also known as night marchers, the Hukaipo are thought to be ghosts of ancient Hawaiian warriors who come out on sacred nights to reenact old battles, toting archaic weapons, helmets, cloaks, and raised torches. Anyone in their path risks harm, though it is suggested that you may be spared if you show proper respect to the marchers. So that is Hawaiian? Yes. Okay. I mean, that one just kind of straightforward, so just be respectful, all right? Yeah, exactly. Be fucking respectful. Jeez. How hard is that? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us are just like, Jesus, how fucking hard is it to be respectful? All right. <laughs> um, this next one is the legend of La Siguapa. La Siguapa? is one of the most renowned, um, the legend of the Las Siguapa is the most renowned in the Dominican Republic. Siguapas are small, feral women that inhabit the mountain areas, lurking in the shadows and waiting to capture lonely men. They appear to have extremely long hair that covers their thin bodies and backwards feet. One of the earliest written accounts of these uh, creatures appears in novelist and poet Francisco Javier Angulo Guerrini, 1866. Sorry, there's a lot of names um, in one for one man. Uh, short story, La Siguapa, uh, where he provides a lengthy description of the mountain women. Since they have been an important part of the Dominican Republican, uh, 
Dominican, I cannot speak tonight, oh my fucking god, of the Dominican Republic's culture and represented in mythical paintings and sculptures. Are they, like, how little are we talking about? Just, like, I don't know. small in terms of, like, because they're thin? I don't know. Are they, like... It doesn't say. Elves? It says women, so I assume they it's might be the height of, like, your average woman. Thin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but when you were describing all of that... <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get the movie right, but I want to say it's, no, it can't be. I don't know. I was going to say it's Dude, Where's My Car? (laughs) But it's like, there's just these naked women with super hairy legs and they're in the forest. That's the only scene I am thinking of, but that's what I thought. And it's, and if you know what Laura's thinking of, it's definitely uh, right to us. Yes. Chaos and Cats podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know uh, if you know what movie she's talking about. They were just all natural women, and these guys were like drooling all over them, but also like kind of freaked out because it's still like a 90s <laughs> movie. <laughs> I don't know, but that's, that's what great. I picture is them just being like a katu. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They weren't creepy mm-hmm. to them. They were uh, quite eccentric. So, well, that's what I got for you. I appreciate it for the folklore uh, around the world. Um, quite interesting. Quite creepy. There's a lot. So fucking much more out there. I'm so excited. we will come back to this um, at a later date. Don't know when, but at some point we will revisit and. Uh, Talk about some more creepy folklore creepy that's out there. Stuff. Yes, I love it. Yeah. <sighs> exciting, exciting. But yeah, so... I think that's it. I, I, think, uh, I think that's, that's what we got for you guys. Yeah. So, um... So, you guys can follow us. Uh, you guys can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Chaos and Cats pod and we also have our shit up on youtube i did see that that is was so cool. at chaos that is at chaos and cats podcast um it's literally not much right now it's just our artwork and the audio but it, they have podcasts on youtube now so if you use youtube at all for podcasts we are also available on there we're available basically wherever you can get a podcast um and if we're not let us know and we will get it on there especially if it's your preferred site Definitely. happy to do it um we are working on more stuff for you guys like we said we're committing to two to three episodes a month so every other week expect an episode but in between that we're hoping to start sprinkling in some extras like i said maybe me coming in and reading um, some folklore to you guys. Maybe Laura will find something that she wants to do for you guys. Maybe we both get together and record an extra episode and throw it out. Who knows? We're still kind of working on all that and figuring out what we want to do with that. But for now, expect an episode every other week, basically. And anything else will be a happy surprise. So, just like the happy oh. kitty surprise. Another kitty! Hi! 
Oh my goodness. Hello, Harley. Um. Anyways, I was saying, uh, follow us, subscribe. We're also probably going to start working on possible Patreon type stuff or Apple Podcasts has some subscription shit where you can possibly get some episodes early while we're working on stuff like that. So look forward to all of that. And thank you for joining us. We hope you come back. We hope you think we're as funny as we think we are. Um, Yeah. Have a good day, night, whatever time it is for you. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.